Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the Pro Football Chase Podcast. It's Isaac Signs with you once again, joined by my co-host, NFL Safety, J.J. Wilcox. And we're getting ready to break down another podcast right here on the Pro Football Chase page. And J.J., I don't know about you, man, but I'm getting really excited. It is NFL Game Week, Thursday night, Canton, Ohio, the Hall of Fame game, Jaguars, Raiders, a lot to be excited about, man. But before we get into Lovely. some uh, NFL conversations, let's check in on you, JJ. How are you doing today? Man, I'm doing good on this Monday. Uh, like you say, football is in the air. I can smell it. The grass is getting cut. It's beautiful out here, man. The sun is out. And uh, I'm just looking forward to football and actually getting back out there myself. But uh, it's a great Monday this day today. Absolutely, man. And again, Football is rapidly approaching. Of course, we're in week two of NFL training camp for most teams. Of course, the Raiders and the Jaguars did report about a week early because they're playing on Thursday night. But it has been a busy Monday morning in the NFL, JJ. First things first, really started last night. News broke. Debo Samuel gets that big contract extension from the San Francisco 49ers. Three years worth $73.5 million, includes $58.1 million in guarantees. He's now under contract through the 2025 season. That's right. Uh, a lot of money being tossed around to those wide receivers, including DK Metcalf, who got his deal mm-hmm. last Wednesday as well. But, J.J., Samuel's mm-hmm. now the seventh wideout this offseason alone to sign a deal worth at least $24 million per year. Wow, man. Wow, yeah. Um, it just go to show you, man, the trend of what's going on in today's NFL. Uh, you got to take care of your guys, and we seeing now that it's a passing league. So you got to have guys that can catch it. You got to have guys that can run with it after the catch, man. And and it just go to show you the trend, the way the NFL is, you know, transitioning into and how important those key guys and core guys are. So I'm 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 overly excited for Debo, man. He put on a fantastic season last year. He does a lot of great things coming out of the backfield, going out right going out wide um yards after catch as well as uh dk metcalf he's just a freak of nature man 
man. And um, he's a beast at going to get the ball. And with his speed and his size, man, that he's a, a freak of nature. So congratulations to both of those guys, man. Way to go out there and get that bag. And um, good luck, you know, going into this season. So I'm excited for both of those guys. Yeah, Debo, of course, asked out of San Francisco back in May. Things did end up finding a resolution as they agreed to that Big contract extension. Now, another significant piece of NFL news, and this is regarding Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson. We know this has been in the headlines for the last several months about the sexual misconduct with uh, 25-plus massage therapists. Well, the ruling was announced by Sue Robinson, who is the jointly appointed NFL and NFL PA ruler on these matters, and uh, she issues a six-game suspension for Deshaun Watson this morning. Uh-huh. And I don't know about you, JJ, but it's been pretty easy to see that there's some unrest. A lot of people are not happy with the six-game suspension for Deshaun Watson. Many calling for at least a 10-game suspension or a year-long suspension, which is something the NFL was pushing for prior to Robinson's decision this morning. So now the NFL does have the right to appeal the decision. They have three days, and then if they do indeed appeal the decision, then it would give NFLPA an opportunity to take action as well. So this thing could go on for a long time if the NFL does indeed choose to appeal the six-game suspension. But real quick, JJ, what are your thoughts Mm -hmm. on it? Well, um, I try to stay out of the politics side of everything because, like I say, you know, I don't want to uh, – there's always two sides of every story. So I just kind of stay even grounded. But um, I'm glad that, you know, at the end of the day that they kind of came to a conclusion on it. As far as Deshaun, I know you don't want things to drag on. I know he has a big preparation this year. I know he's excited to get back on the field. Uh, as far as the situation that I know it will eventually have this justice and comes to um, terms and things like that. But I didn't want to see this thing drag out all through the year. I think Deshaun um, understood as a man what he's done. If he's done anything, I'm not saying guilt, but just as, as a man himself, I know that, you know, every people all the time can take um, stipulations and run with it and things like that. But um, I'm just glad at the end of the day, they're not, you know, dragging it on and on. I'm glad maybe hopefully Deshaun get a chance to play football. And I'm glad I know Cleveland Brown the same way as well. Um, I'm glad to have their guy and, um, and um, just to get a chance to play football and suit up again. So, yeah, you know, that's the thing. I'm not one to get involved in these heated discussions over what's right, what's wrong. I mean, at the end of the day, Sue Robinson made the decision based on what she was presented with, the evidence that the NFL brought to her. So that situation may continue on for many weeks and months. We'll see what the NFL chooses to do. They will have that right to appeal, and we will keep monitoring the situation as things proceed. But now let's get into the content, JJ. The stuff we're here for, the stuff we're about to debate, discuss, And so, again, because we are officially in August, I wanted to roll out this segment and give us an opportunity to share one team that we believe is a bona fide contender, one team that we believe is a pretender, somebody that (laughs) a lot of people are covering in the media, giving them a lot of attention, but we don't necessarily think they're going to turn out to be that good of a team. And then we want to give a dark horse. You know, it's always fun to talk about these teams that could be sleeping under the radar, and that could surprise a lot of people. I mean, look right. at look at the Bengals last year, JJ. Nobody right. predicted them to make that Super Bowl run, but they did. So this is a fun segment to get into. So 
First things first, without further ado, mm-hmm. JJ, why don't you kick us off, man? Give us a contender for the 2022 season. Let's do it. I'm going to go to Motortown with it, man. I'm going Detroit Lions. I know a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people are saying, why did you go to Detroit, man? But I got a lot of reasons why. Uh, first of all, I'm going to start off at the front office. I'm going to start off with the head guy, Dan Campbell, man. This guy has over 23 years of NFL experience. This guy's know what the NFL looks like. He know what the locker rooms look like. He know what building chemistry. He know what building camaraderie is. He's done it himself. He's walked the same walks of life that these guys are going through at training camp. He's walked it as a player and as a coach. And also, man, the defense. Um, Aaron Glenn, one of the best defensive backs that ever played the game as well. We know what his pedigree is with the Saints. Um, he's uh, finished fourth with the 2020 Saints. Um, he finished first in the NFL with 18 interception with the Saints as well. And this whole team is stacked with NFL legends, man. Let's go with Deuce Staley. I know you don't want to hear it because he's an old Philadelphia running back, which you've been the Dallas Cowboys. Absolutely uh, not. (laughs) (laughs) And um, Antoine Randall, wide receiver coach, man. He's come from Tampa Bay as winning as well. Uh, Kelvin Sherper, outside linebackers coach, too. So um, this team is stacked, man. They got a lot of great players in the making. Uh, they got a veteran quarterback in Jerry Goff, a lot of key pieces around him. I'm a big fan of DeAndre Swift, uh, the tight end position. They got one of the best tight ends in the game, defensive backs. Uh, Aaron Glenn is a defensive back friendly coach. Uh, Elliott coming from the Ravens, he is a great key piece. I think that's going to add a lot of great depth and veteran presence to that defense, man. So Detroit Lions, Motor City, mark my words, they're going to be a contender this year. Wow. So that that's a bold statement, J.J. I was not expected to hear the Detroit Lions come out of your mouth as a contender because, <laughs> man, look, nobody's talking about the Lions. Everybody thinks mm-hmm. they're going to be in the cellar in the NFC North with Green Bay and Minnesota to lead the way. Nobody's talking about Dan Campbell and the Lions, and so you bringing them up, and and mind you, they're actually being featured on Hard Knocks this year, so we'll get to see what's going on behind closed doors, but I certainly see your point. You know, I I do like that supporting cast they have on offense. Amaron St. Brown had a great rookie season last year for Detroit. TJ Hawkinson, Swift is there, and so, yeah, I mean, we'll see what Jared Goff's got this year. He turned it on towards the end of the 2021 campaign. I'm a little bit stunned you know, with that pick, but, but hey, I like the thinking outside the box. So, yeah, so sure. I dig it. Yeah, now, yeah. me, my turn for contender. Now, this one may be a little bit of surprise too, not as uh, shocking as your pick, but I'm gonna go with the San Francisco 49ers. Um, ah. I know that there's a lot of uncertainty there because of Trey Lance. He's taken over as QB one. Jimmy Garoppolo. They're trying to sort out a trade for him coming up. We'll see what happens there, but. Trey Lance, I mean, I trust Shanahan. The fact that he wanted Mm -hmm. to draft him number three overall, six foot four, he's got all the traits. I mean, I talked with Emmanuel Mosley, their corner, a couple of weeks ago. He says the team's rallying around him. And so I think he's going to be just fine, especially you keep Debo Samuel in the fold. You give him that extension. You still have George Kittle, one of the best tight ends in the game right there. And then the O-line, Trent Williams, Mike McGlinchey, both offensive tackles as long as they're anchoring both ends of that line. I mean, Trey Lance is going to have plenty of time to throw the ball, go through his progressions and reads. Absolutely. Um, But here's the main 
main reason why I do think they are a contender this year, JJ, and it's because of Demeco Ryan's, their defensive yep. coordinator. You know, we saw what he was able to accomplish last season. Talked about how big it is that he's back in the Bay, and Emmanuel Mosley was super fired up. But looking at their depth chart, I mean, Eric Armstead, Javon Kinlaw, Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, Aziz Al Shair, Drake Greenlaw, Charvarius Ward, Mosley, Jimmy Ward, and their new up and coming safety, Talanoa Hufanga, who's uh, making a jump mm-hmm. this year. So I'll tell you what. The Niners made it to the Super Bowl in 2019. They made an unexpected run to the NFC Championship in 2021. This right. team this team is dangerous, and I fully expect them to be a threat again. Yeah, I agree with you 100% on that one, man. Um, that was going to be my second team after Detroit. But, yeah, I, I, you, hit it, you hit it all on the head, man. This team here is a complete team. And if you know anything about football, uh, you know it is a team sport. It takes – Offense, defense, and special team to get on there. I think they got a lot of great acquisitions. George Odom coming over from Indianapolis at the safety position. Um, he's great on special teams as well as filling in for the safety role as well. And, um, man, that team is just complete. Like you said, you can't, it's hard to go against Shanahan and what he does with the offensive side of the mall. So I agree with you 110% with San Fran and that defense they have too. All right, let's flip the switch, JJ. I, I want to hear another interesting team right here. Give me a pretender. <laughs> Give me a pretender, JJ. Somebody that you're not quite sold on. Yeah, I'm not quite sold, man. I, you know, it's hard for me. I'm, I'm going to go with the mile high up in, in Denver, man. Okay. Uh, um, I know a lot of people jumping on the bandwagon because of Russell, as they should. Russell has proven what he can do in this league over and over and over a year. Good and bad teams he had up in Seattle. A lot of people thought he's going to disappoint after the Legion of Boom, but he just kept leading and doing his thing. But me, man, I, I'm not sold on him yet. I, I got to see because this is the first year they get a chance to get each other. Like I say, they still build the building. The chemistry, the camaraderie, they still getting to learn each other. They got to learn uh, each other's strength, weakness, and everything else. And like I say, this that, in, that AFC West, man, is stacked with uh, great teams. Uh, so just getting out of the AFC West itself is going to be tough or hard for those. So I know a lot of people is, is excited for Mile High Stadium and the Broncos and Russell Wilson and everything. But I think it's going to take a year or two for the new jail to get together and really bond. Uh, for them to really be a, a real deal uh, contender. I can totally see that point. You know, uh, the Broncos, everybody went straight from them not being a playoff team to all of a sudden it's like, hey, man, they're going to win it all, right? And so pump the brakes a little bit. I would say Russell Wilson, you know he's fired up, JJ. I don't know if you've seen those videos that everybody's been laughing at when he <laughs> did that video. They are filming him, I guess, to do the uh, the stadium promos. He was like, Broncos country, let's ride. He said it like, like 50 <laughs> times. Uh, so, so they're fired up. I mean, I know over there in Denver, I mean, I've interviewed, uh, my boy Dalton Reisner, starting guard, Quinn Miners, who was drafted last year, interviewed him. Um, they're really excited with Nathaniel Hackett there, the new head coach and new coaching staff. And of course, Russell Wilson, a guy that's won a Super Bowl and has mm-hmm. that experience. But I, w- I would, uh, probably agree with you there because of that division being so stacked and we're going to have to see how Russell Wilson is able to transition into Denver and that offense. But but no doubt, I mean, they do have the pieces in place. It's just a matter of can they find that chemistry. And so we'll see there. But here's my pretender. And this is a, another team in the AFC, and it's the Cleveland Browns. All right. Uh. Now, you and I... We've talked a lot about this defense in previous podcasts. I mean, Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward, Clowney, Delpit, you know, they're loaded there on offense. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, 
they traded for my guy Amari Cooper, which I'm still not over. But anyways, I got to get over it. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, so, so they have the talent there as well. But, okay, now Deshaun Watson, six games, right? It could be more right. of the NFL appeals it. These are the six games that Jacoby Brissett will start. If things stand, it'll be at Carolina, home to the Jets, home to the Steelers, at Atlanta, home to the Chargers, home to the Patriots. And so when I look at that schedule, the fact that Watson won't be available for the first six games, and then the AFC North this year, JJ, the Ravens and the Steelers, I expect both of those teams to make some noise, at least because on defense, they're loaded, both of those teams. You know, so I would say the Cleveland Browns for me. I know there's a lot of hype with them, but I'm certainly not sure that they're indeed going to make that jump to the playoffs. Right. And uh, indeed it's so, man, that AFC North, I actually played in it, man. And, and that AFC North is stacked. Uh, we, we have some great coaches and some great coaching pedigree up there as, as a culture as well with Mike Tomlin, uh, John Harbaugh, all those guys up in there. Cincinnati, man, jumped off the map last year going to the Super Bowl. And I'm pretty sure they want to get back and got a chip on their shoulder, too. So I agree with you. It's going to be hard for Cleveland, man, to just alone just to survive in the AFC North as well. But with Brissett on the center, man, they give him a little hope because he he has the veteran present. He, he's been around some great programs. He's done a lot of great things in the NFL, too. So um, I, I agree with you on that. And, um, yeah, I, I'm curious to see how Cleveland is going to shake out this year. Yeah, and, and I totally didn't even mention the Cincinnati Bengals being in there. Had a little bit of a brain fart. But, yeah, man, I mean, <laughs> they got to the Super Bowl, Joey Burrow and all those guys. So, yeah. yeah. So I would say Cleveland Browns. Now let's go to our third category here. I think this is mm-hmm. the most fun because we get to see how right we are as the season goes because we can come back to the archives, JJ, and say, look, I called it, this team. I mm-hmm. said they were, they were going to be good. So, right. Or we could sound like complete idiots, right? So we'll see, we'll see how it sounds. But Dark Horse, JJ, yeah. who's your pick? Um, Dark Horse, man. Um, this was, this was kind of hard. Like I said, I had to kind of – do some homework and some re- research, but I'm going to go Duval, man. I'm going to go Jacksonville Jaguars. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going there, man. I took it to Duval County. Um, only reason I say that, man, because like I say, they got a lot of good stuff in the front office with Doug Peterson coming over there with the culture he brings. Like I say, he's an NFL quarterback himself. He, I like Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is a guy that's used to winning. He didn't unfortunately had a chance to do that last year, but I know he got a chip on his shoulder, and I know he got a year to kind of get a young in his belt with the carousel that he had last year. So stability with a great coach that's quarterback friendly. Um, you got also Mike Caldwell coming from Tampa Bay, the defensive coordinator there. Uh, he's coming off a of Todd Bowles pedigree. Um, he's a guy that knows how to stop the run. We always know Tampa Bay to stop the run and their front seven that they're having. So they got a lot of key pieces. And, you know, Trevor Walken getting drafted there. Foyer in the middle from Atlanta. Uh, Shaquille mm-hmm. Griffin outside wide. Uh, Josh Allen coming up, coming on the second year. Malcolm Brown in the middle. So they got a lot of key pieces, man. A lot of great things going on down there with a lot of great coaches. So I think Jacksonville is going to shake a lot of stuff up. And also I'm going to go to that conference, AFC South. Uh, still a toss-up if you ask me outside yeah. of Tennessee and the Colts. You know, I like I say, Matt Ryan first year. I have a lot of confidence in Matt Ryan, but we all know going to a team the first year, it takes a little while to get adjusted, get you a routine, find, you know, massages and find teams, bond with these different things here. So um, I, I'm, I'm thinking Jacksonville to kind of sneak in. They finished strong on the back end last year. 
And um, yeah, they're my dark horse for this for this year. Wow, and you know what? Interestingly enough, JJ, the Jaguars were were one of the teams I had on this segment for dark horse. So you and I are thinking along the same lines mm. here. I, I like what they got there too. I mean, Trevon Walker, and and they made a really good point because they said, "When's the last time that a number one overall pick hasn't gotten so much media attention?" Because when you think about it, nobody's yeah. talking. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. about Trevon Walker. Everybody's talking about Kayvon Thibodeau and then uh, mm-hmm. Aiden Hutchinson in Detroit. So this guy Walker, man, I like what they do. And of course, uh, obviously not a fan of the Eagles. I do like Doug Peterson a lot. And mm-hmm. I think he can do some things with uh, Trevor Lawrence because man, God knows how Urban Meyer just screwed things up last year. Right. And right. so uh, I'm happy that they got uh, Doug Peterson in there, and and I think they have a lot of potential. So I like that pick. Now for me, I'm gonna go with the New England Patriots. Um, ah. This is a team that, of course, we all know's got Bill Belichick there. Now, a lot of people were quick to write off the Patriots this season, number one, because the Buffalo Bills, it seems like a large majority of the NFL views them as Super Bowl favorites. And then you look at the Miami Dolphins, who made all these splash moves over the offseason. You got Tyree Kill in the fold and all this excitement over there. But nobody's talked about the New England Patriots. And Belichick talked about how Mac Jones, he's already seen a tremendous improvement in his leadership and his skill set this year and year two. And that's because Mac Jones, I mean, he made it to the Pro Bowl as an alternate, but the guy was good last year. And so now McDaniels, the OC, is now in Las Vegas. So there's a lot of people saying, well, without McDaniels, this Patriots offense and Mac Jones are going to regress. But I'm going to say no. I think this team is going to be in playoff contention. I think they're going to continue to rely on the ground game with Ramondre Stevenson, Damian Harris, and so Kendrick Bourne. And then everybody forgets about that lethal two tight end set that could be a major mm-hmm. problem with Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith. And I think that's where New England is going to rely on this season. That defense, I know they lost J.C. Jackson. They couldn't bring back Kyle Van Noy, but they have some young talent. Kyle Dugar is there. They still got Matt Judon coming off the edge. So do not sleep on the New England Patriots. They are my dark horse. Oh, that was a great pick, man. And um, just that easily, you know, uh, it's just funny how you can win so many times and be uh, one of the greatest organizations outside of Dallas and, and Pittsburgh, the, the, the New England Patriots, man, that you can forget um, the pedigree that they have and the coaching that they have, man. Anytime you have a coach 
genius, one of the greatest coaches of all time. And Bill Belichick, it's hard to go against him, man. And I agree with you. They got a lot of great guys coming back on defense as well. Their defense is always solid, standard, and always uh, one of the best in the league, one of the best units in the league. So I agree with you 100%. And I feel bad myself for even going against him. <laughs> uh, you can't forget Belichick and what he's done up there, man. I know he's going to continue to do it as well as Mac Jones, too. So uh, great pick, man. So there you have it. We just gave you our contender, a pretender in Dark Horse. Now we'll see how smart we look when the season gets going. But Let's go ahead and move into some rookies, shall we? Let's talk about some young guns that we think can put on a show this year. And we're going to pick one offensive and one defensive player. And so offensive rookie, a guy that you are looking forward to seeing take the field is J.J. Who's your pick? Um, it's funny you say young guns because this guy here is stacked up, man, with guns and muscles. I'm going Kenneth Walker, Michigan State, running back. Man, uh, yeah, to that the guy's Seattle. a beast. Yes, he is, man. And, man, listen, I don't know what to begin with this guy. This guy was a Heisman Trophy finalist. He's one of the best running backs. We all know that the Heisman finalist is always favored to our offensive guy, most most dumbly the quarterback. But this guy, man, is one of the best ones. And why not? He's in a great fit in a great situation because Seattle Seahawks doesn't really have an identity right now with Russell with leaving. Defense is kind of not the same. A lot of guys left. So, you know what offenses tend to do when they don't have an identity? They run the football. Ball, man, and this guy is built for with his 5'9, 211 pound stature. He had over 15, uh, 13 to 1400 yards rushing to Michigan State. Uh, I know he's looking to continue to get into this lead to prove himself. He has the built to run between the tackles, to run the ball 20 to 30 times a game. And uh, we all know Seattle is known for running the ball, man. We know Marshawn Lynch, one of the best running backs to play the game, what his pedigree was up in Seattle. He had some of his best years up in Seattle. So, um, yeah, I'm going Kenneth Walker Jr., man. Uh, the third and a three is always good. I'm a uh, I'm a second, but my son is the third. And um, yeah, I'm going Kenneth Walker, uh, the third. I love that pick, and I'm not even joking with you, JJ. But I also had Kenneth Walker on the list, man. So you, you and I are like kind of on the same page here. But I love that pick, and of course because Chris Carson, unfortunately, and I was sad, man. That guy like Chris Carson physical runner bell cow he had to retire due to that serious neck injury and so now kenneth walker and i know they have plenty of depth there i mean they brought back rashad penny who's coming off a good season dj dallas who's uh, a rookie a couple years ago but yeah kenneth walker man 5'9 211 pounds the guy's physical he won the walter camp player of the year doke walker i mean you name it so yeah, that, that guy's going to light it up. I get the sense mm -hmm. that he's going to have a bright future there in Seattle. But for me, I'll go another rookie offensive playmaker that is really putting together a strong camp by all accounts. And he doesn't necessarily have certainty at the quarterback position, but this is a guy that I think will burst onto the scene, and it is Steelers wide receiver George Pickens out of Georgia. Ah, this guy, Yeah, this guy's been lighting it up. Uh, at training camp, making contested catches in the end zone, showing off his physicality. A lot of people red flagged him because he had off-the-field character issues and whatever. You know how these uh, mm -hmm. Mel Kuypers will come in here and try to shred guys. But right. I'll tell you what, Pickens looks like the real deal. And Pittsburgh has been a franchise that has hit on a lot of wide receivers in the draft. And I do think that George Pickens, whoever ends up being the quarterback to start week one, whether it be Mitch Trubisky or the rookie Kenny Pickett, 
I think this guy will be a true number one receiver to complement Deontay Johnson, who's also very talented. I like his physicality. I like the way he can go win the ball up in the air, and he certainly is already turning heads. Yeah, man, I agree with you. Um, that was a great pick. Um, he's one of my top five that I was going to do at offense. Excited to see as well. He was a highlight reel at Georgia. Uh, we all know how Georgia uh, football breeds at, uh, athletes and the quality talent that they have throughout the league. And man, um, yeah, that was a great pick. I like his frame. I've seen the, I've seen some of the uh, the camps reel and everything. And he's he's balling right now, man. I know that's going to continue. Mike Tumner's going to get the best. He tends to get the best out of all his receivers and players up there and like you say man pittsburgh known to breed great receivers and why not do it um with one of their owns and pickings all right let's go ahead and go to the defensive side of the ball i know you're fired up about jj because now you get yes, to sir. talk about some of the guys you're excited about but give me one rookie defensive player that you think's gonna have a nice season and, and you better not steal my guy either so let's see <laughs> uh-oh all right, I see we got we we thinking the light today, man. I don't know what it is about this Monday, but we thinking the light. I'm gonna go. He was the first round pick, last but not least. And you know I gotta go safety, man. I'm going Lewis Sign out of UGA. Ooh, okay, yeah. Safety, yeah. I like him, man. He's got the six one, two hundred built. This guy is. He has all the tangibles. He is a ball magnet. He is a guy that is a great tackling open field. He's a guy that got great instincts. He's a guy that knows the pedigree of playing tough football, and he also knows how to win. He just came off a win of the championship at uh, UGA with the Bulldogs and the great team that they had. And he's not only that, man, the, the team that he's going to, his counterpart in Harrison Smith, is one of the elite safeties, one of the best safeties, a guy that I study and still study to this day. He is lucky and blessed, blessed to be in a great situation where he has somebody that he can follow role model type of guy and um harrison smith study um he's one of the guys that's great at disguising he got great range on the back end and uh, i'm excited to see lewis man i know he's going to do a lot of great things he did a lot of great stuff intangible instincts smart balls ball skills that's everything that you look for in, in today's safety especially with so much pass heavy uh, offenses so lewis signs uga mark my words he's going to be a great breakout guy defensively this year you know, he kind of reminds me a little bit of you coming out of college, JJ. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you see the same similarities? I mean, the guy can torpedo people, physical, just like you were coming out. Do some parts of his game kind of uh, remind you of yourself? Yeah, very much so. His physicality as well as his ball skills. You know, you when you combine the two, it's very rare that you have somebody that can also, that doesn't mind sticking their nose in there, flying around sideline to sideline but also can sit back and pick balls as well too so i think that combination of him um of playing that great physical pedigree but also being able to change change that switch and being able to find the ball and go sideline to sideline so i do see great similarity in him um especially far as uh sticking his nose in there and also having the great ball skills that he does and again, this is another guy I think that can surprise a lot of people. Not many people are talking about Lewis Seen. Everybody's talking about Kyle Hamilton, who went to the Ravens earlier in the draft. But I like that pick. I, th- I think mm-hmm. he's got some potential. Now, me, you know, JJ, it's always hard for me whenever we do these shows because, you know, if it was up to me, I'd probably pick a Dallas Cowboy for all these categories. <laughs> but because I've, I've done good, I haven't brought up the Cowboys, but but no, now, but, but now I am. All right, because uh, defensive rookie that I'm most excited about to see this year, and I was pretty 
Stoked when they drafted him. D.E. Sam Williams out of Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. 6'4", 261 pounds. They drafted him in the second round. 4'4", 640 at 260. 32 and a half inch vertical. This guy is a, a manimal. And a lot of people didn't really mention it, but... This guy ranked fifth in the entire FBS last year at Ole Miss in the SEC with a school record of 12 and a half sacks, 57 wow. tackles, 16 for loss, and then he tied 10th in the country with four forced fumbles and 13 starts for the Ole Miss Rebels. So I'm a big fan of Sam Williams. I think he's going to come in, especially, you know, Dallas. They lost Randy Gregory, so they're looking right. to kind of fill that void. By all the coaches' standards there in Oxnard, and even Micah Parsons, I think, talked about Sam Williams a couple of days ago and said that this guy is way ahead of the curve physically. He's already on par with a lot of the veterans, and he's already turning some heads early in camp. So I'm excited to see Sam Williams just because I know he's going to get some reps because Dallas is going to look to kind of fill that void that was left by Gregory. Right. How about them Cowboys, man? That's right. Uh, I think this guy here, man, is great. He got all the intangibles of a great, great build of a pass rusher. And, um, you know, they lost one in Randy, Randy Gregory, but what what else best to do? It was a place if you can't keep him, you find somebody similar to him. And that's exactly what they did in Sam Williams. Um, and I know he's going to have great potential as he's got a counterpart there, Michael Parson on the other side. And then look who he's going against every day in practice. He's going against Tyler Smith, one of the best left tackles right. in the league. Um, so he's he has no choice. That's iron versus iron every day. And we know how um, Dan Quinn get the best out of his players and the defense that he's built and the culture he's built out there in Dallas. So great pick, man. Uh, he's in a great situation as well. Um, and I think he disguises the with him, and, and I'm excited to see him get out there this year. Yeah, man, and a lot of impressive rookies that we're excited to, to see take the field. And we'll get to see some on Thursday night, as I mentioned at the very beginning of the podcast. But, uh, yeah, I like doing this because we're able to kind of get the listeners accustomed to some rookies that maybe they haven't been thinking about. So I always like to kind of end the show with a couple of fans that drop some questions off. And so one of them, I got a direct message, and this is a really good question from Dylan, and he wants to know, where do we think is the best landing spot for Jimmy Garoppolo at this point? Mm. You know, because some of these quarterback vacancies have already been filled. Obviously, Baker to Carolina. Seattle is there, right? But Gino and Drew Locke are there. So he's asking us this question. I'll let you take the first mm. crack at this question. Where do you think Jimmy G ends up? That's a good question, man. Um, it's going to be a team in a situation that I think um, – God forbid we know what type of game this is. Uh, we know that it's a physical game. It's a grown man game. We know that. Um, the quarterback position usually is protected at camp. Uh, but we know it's a, it's a, it tends to happen, man. So I think if he's going to go in a situation where somebody maybe get hurt preseason or, or maybe not fill up to the standards that they're looking for. Team-wise right now, that's a good one. Um, I'm trying to see who needs a board and a quarterback because Jimmy Garoppolo brings so much. He's a – He's a um, playoff and a, and, a, and a winning caliber type of, of player, so he had to go somewhere. I don't know how soon or, or or how urgent it is, but I'm thinking maybe he might be able to squeeze and get to Carolina. Maybe um, I think we've seen great football flashes from Sam Donald, but I think Carolina hasn't really sold on him yet. Uh, I think. Um, Baker Mayfield is going to, he got to get in there and figure his way around too. But I think, you know, the urgency that Carolina has and the division they in, 
I think if, you know, the first three or four games, Matt Rule, I think he's on the hot seat as well this year. If they don't do as good as they need to do in the front, maybe four to five games, including preseason, I think they may pull a trigger going to get a great veteran quarterback to come in there and can step in and know how to do it and know how to win right away. Mm-hmm. And I think Carolina would be a great fit and um, with Matt Rule and what he has, a couple pieces there as well. So I'm thinking um, just off the record and off the top right now, I think Carolina – Maybe if somebody get hurt at camp and, like I say, the season don't go as it needed in the first four to five games that they pull the trigger and go get somebody like Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, yeah, I could see that. The one team that keeps coming to mind for Jimmy Garoppolo is the Pittsburgh Steelers because, oh. you know, I know they also got a little quarterback competition going on. They signed Mitch Trubisky to the one-year deal, and then they drafted Kenny Pickett. But Jimmy Garoppolo, I mean, yes, I know that – He's not always the type of quarterback that's going to carry an offense for 300 yards passing, but the guy's seasoned. I mean, he's played in the Super Bowl. He went to the NFC Championship here with the San Francisco 49ers. So if you're the Steelers and you're Mike Tomlin and you're not liking what you're seeing from either of those quarterbacks there in Pittsburgh, I mean, why not go after Jimmy Garoppolo? You already have targets in place. Deontay Johnson, you got Pickens, you got Frere Muth, the yeah. rookie tight end, you know, Najee Harris, a bell cow running back back there. So they can essentially replicate that run-heavy style that San Francisco did with Jimmy G. And so mm-hmm. I think, why not? I mean, Pittsburgh seems like a yeah. pretty good location. You don't like Pickett? The uh the first round draft pick they got out of, of Pittsburgh right there, hometown favorite. Yeah, you know, I, I do, but the thing is is that I'm not sure if he's even gonna be able to beat out Trubisky in the first year, you know what I mean? So right. if they're leaning, because it looks like so far Trubisky is still running with the ones, Pickett's still with the twos. And so mm. if you want to upgrade and Huh? And Mason. Yeah, and Mason. Mason Rudis up there, too. So if they want to maybe upgrade that bridge quarterback, maybe and take a look at Jimmy G, I think that could make some sense. Yeah, I agree with you. I I, I can definitely see that. And Mike Tumlin is a guy that doesn't play the radio. Um, he's a guy that, is, you know, his his legacy and what he's done over the years, he will continue to do that, and he will find somebody that will come in there and um, get the job done if those guys can't do it. So I agree with you 100%. All right, man. Well, we'll go ahead and close off the show right there. We got to save some of these juicier topics next week. And you're going to want to stay tuned in because next week, JJ and I are going to share our list of top five quarterbacks entering the 2022 season. So you're not going to want to miss it. A little cliffhanger right there for all those who tuned in to today's podcast. But we've covered a lot of stuff once again. Very informative. You know, these are topics that we think can benefit the listeners and get us prepared for the upcoming season. And I got to tell you what, JJ, every single week that goes by, I'm more excited because we're getting closer and closer to week one of the regular season, man. So I don't know about you, but uh, I'm just fired up to have college football, NFL football, all of it's right around the corner. Absolutely, man. We all know what football brings. Um, I think nothing's even better than close than getting a chance to watch Sunday football and college football on Saturday. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm excited myself to get out here and get to work and put the cleats on and um, and, and get to it myself. So, yeah, man, I think um, it's going to be a great year this year and I'm excited and I enjoyed today's session as well. All right, JJ. Well, as I always say, man, have a blessed afternoon. Enjoy the podcast today and we'll catch you again next Monday, man. So take care and God bless. Absolutely. Thank you, man. It's a blessing as well. And uh, yep, great Monday. 
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.